Yo. Yo. Episode 39 of the Goddamn Fools. I'm Evan. I'm Bianca. Eric. Welcome. We're Welcome back. back. How's your week? Uh, it's been interesting for you days. Leave it like that. We've all had a lot going on lately. <laughs> yo, I'm tired as fuck. You know, I tried to, um, just a little while ago before y'all got here, I tried to turn my sink off with the light switch. <laughs> yo, I feel like that's mad indicative of how I feel today. <laughs> I left the water running. I went back in the bathroom, hit the switch down. All the switches are already down, and I hit the switch down still. I'm just like, oh, you're um, struggling. I'm like, why did, oh, first of all, it's already down. Second of all, it's the water I'm, that I need to turn off. I'm, I'm way too old for this shit, man. I've been, drunk, I've been drunk for like the past two days, man. It's too old for this shit. You sound like you've been drunk for the past two days. Nigga. Cousin got married. Shout out to me, Cuz Frankie. He got married on Friday. He had an open bar. He had a top shelf nice. open bar. Jesus. What a, what a bad idea. Then yesterday we met up with a bunch of our friends. I was drunk all over again. That we haven't seen in a really long time. <laughs> Yo, know, they just kept buying shots of shit and uh, they were like, just drink it. It'll be all right. I was taking shots of Mama Wana out of, oh, out of a trunk. Oh, no. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Where the fuck were you? That's almost as bad as drinking Brugal. Where were you at? <laughs> I was at a bar. <laughs> and you <laughs> ended up at a trunk. So <laughs> I walk, we walk into yes, the, of a car, Evan. <laughs> we walked into the bar yesterday. I went to the bar yesterday, right? And I'll hear, I hear my name. And somebody's like, we're taking shots at Henny. I was like, oh, Lord. That's how my night started. There were so peace. many plates with Henny shots on them passed around last night. I lost count. And then they ran out of Hennessy at this bar. Ugh. We drank through all of that. And then they started taking shots at Jack. I'm so glad I was near my house. Oh, yeah. my God. Alexis texted me this morning, and she was like, I should have never drank that Jack. And I was like, yo, I'm very glad I didn't. So we walk in, and I went to another uh, drink, and they were like, we're out of Hennessy. Yeah. I was like, God damn. And then somebody walks up next to me that was with us, and he was like, oh, we'll just do shots of Jack yo, instead. Bia- I was Bianca, like, nigga. Bianca oh, the cannot oh, the ice? perfect taking a sip of the ice water you gotta, without getting the ice it on the mic. You gotta clean, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta take a step away, you know what I mean? At least Sorry. you guys know I'm hydrating, okay? Sorry, Eric, continue. Yeah. And I, I'm looking at them, they were like, we're gonna go somewhere else. We're gonna go to the after hour spot. I looked at them and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going home. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. I was, three oh, minutes, I was three minutes from my apartment and that's exactly what I did. I took that long road straight straight down <laughs> busted off the left and they were like you you close I said oh yeah yeah. the only reason I'm acting like this right now is because I'm close to my house I could have mm-hmm. walked home if I really needed to and got my car oh, this morning yeah it was, it was a big no for me dog <laughs> <laughs> I had drinking a whole bottle of wine then I started drinking Hennessy then I had Mama Wana shots I, no well how are you still alive I don't really know it's a miracle it's, it's, I, I stick with one it's a, if you're drinking dog all night you gotta do that Mama Wana <laughs> Hennessy I had, wine. I had no intentions of drinking Hennessy. I was playing pool, and I told Alexis to get me a drink, and she brought me back a full cup of Hennessy with nothing in it. <laughs> no, I would have sent that bitch back. It took me like nah. three hours bitch, to drink it. Bitch, you know? meaning the, bitch meaning the Hennessy, not Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone looked at that and said, there's nothing else in that? No, 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 no. Send, send that, that shit back. Oh, my God. That I shit, no parts. That shit took my soul away. <laughs> uh, my, shout out to my cousin, Jessica. She got married, uh, her and Day Day. The Aria, so we had a good time. Hopefully How is the Aria? I haven't been in it yet. It was nice. It was really nice. Beautiful wedding. Um, it was just a long night, and then I went to her mom's house yesterday. It was there all day. They were cooking out, so I'm just there was like just tired. There was like 30 people in my mother's house yesterday. I went mm, over there. And they, yeah. were, they were cooking out, and all my aunts and uncles are there, and they were like, where you been? Home. <laughs> it's like y'all already know how I get away from y'all. Listen, I got I got I got like three four hours in me. After that, I'm out. <laughs> exactly what I did. I got there like four o'clock. Eight o'clock rolled on. I said, "Oh no, yeah." I said, "It's time for me to go." One of those like, "We go so oh, home." When I was living here, I'd go in my room, but yeah, no, yeah. I have a whole other place to be. Mm-hmm. My house. See y'all later. They were all in town for the wedding, and they man. decided to come post in my mother's house. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm trying to have a cookout, man. I'm thinking uh you're gonna have a cookout. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. Okay. When? I think I'm gonna do it. I don't know. I gotta talk to my wife first. <laughs> Get permission. You know, right, right. He's, gonna, he's gonna have a call. He's gonna immediately regret it when all these people show up. Oh, no, I was, I was thinking. I was thinking the fight, fight night. When triple, is that? The triple, triple G. G. Yeah. September fifteenth. So it would be still. It won't be too hot. I feel like. Yeah. No, it won't be. So phone be for another week. Yeah. Until then. Granted, if it rains, who knows what the fuck will happen? But yeah, we'll be in your living room. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't have a cookout in like. You'll be out there by yourself. You know yes, what I mean? Exactly. But, but even then, you can't invite because the house ain't as big as the outside. So it's just like... Your house is pretty big. 
but not big as see, far see, as... I, see, I, see it, right? You see his head going, he's like, oh, listen. Yeah, as soon as I said it out loud, I started instantly regretting it. <laughs> I told you. We know you so well, I told you, you going to have all these people houses and be like, man, this is, this is a bad idea. But, I mean, shit, next week it would be, what, a year and a half? year and... Just what, about. 17 months I've been here? Yeah, yeah. just about And I haven't months. had a cookout yet? It's 14 months? I don't Don't I'm, worry. I'm, I've lived where I've lived at for almost a year. I think uh, these niggas have only been over here maybe twice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't got a chance for all these niggas for a reason. <laughs> I had two couches and I got a dining room table. We got we, so, you know, five six if we could play cards, but that's about it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see Having guests is overrated. Yeah, the same house party, nigga. Fuck that. The same kid and play. It's like too soon to play in that shit. Yeah, you still got you still got another two months. I mean, it's August. Yeah, almost Basically. August. Yeah, it's like pretty much. Yeah. So, all right, I'll not, think it's about not it. that far away. I'll think about it. I definitely right. do want to have people over for the fight. I just well, last time we did a fight night here, it wasn't bad. Yeah, but we started late, so this shit will be kind of an all day day, or you figure. Yep. Uh, by by September, it'll start getting dark around what eight? Well, way before eight. Way before that, it, yeah. it, it get dark at eight now. It'll probably be like seven seven thirty around then. Yeah. So I mean, you got a whole basement because I will be down here sleep if I'm here all day. Right, in one of them corners yeah, over there. Yeah. So I mean, you figured I have to start at like four, right? Yeah, just about right now, three three four o'clock. And then the fight will be over around lights. 12. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I got some lights. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Just don't buy no tiki torches. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely some in my garage right now. I, I, know. <laughs> I pr- promise you I'm not using them to protest anything. <laughs> that is not this type of podcast. Uh, anyway, so uh, what we got this week? There's a lot going on this week. Um, we got I guess we start with what, Demi? Yeah. Demi, what happened? Man. Demi Lovato, she OD'd on something. There's been conflicting reports. So, uh, for those that don't know, Demi Lovato has been struggling with addiction for many, many years. Since the time that she was still on the Disney Channel. Um, she was drinking a lot. She was doing a lot of coke, pills. You know, she was cutting. She just... She's diagnosed bipolar. She's had an eating disorder for years. So she's just really been struggling just yeah. all around, right? And um, recently, about a month ago, she put out a song called Sober where she admitted that after six years of sobriety, she's no longer sober. And I think we talked about that, right? Yeah. We did, yeah. When the song came out, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess from what the stories say, she thought that she could handle partying in moderation, right? Mm-hmm. She felt like she was okay. And and this is where, you know, a lot of addicts I think go wrong. Is right. They think they have it under under enough control where they could be around it and not yeah. dip in. Yeah. So I think she thought, you know, I can have a drink and be okay. Or, right. you know, like probably I don't know what drugs she was using at the time, but I'm thinking, you know, she was like, I could probably smoke a little weed and be fine. Right. And and then the stories kind of detail that it spiraled out of control from there. Like mm. she was still showing up to daily stuff and doing everything she needed to do, but she was partying like 12 hours a night. Um, then yeah, the night before she OD'd, they said she had been on like a binge party all day. They had gone to celebrate somebody's birthday at a club. Then it went back to her house. Um, it had been, I think they said 11 or 12 hours of her just straight, like, hammering all kinds of drugs. Bro, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. 12 hours of anything, but sleep sounds exhausting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But so then it's her assistant who actually made the 911 call, which Mm. they just recently released. Mm. And um, Mm. she says that Demi overdosed. She asked them if they could show up without the lights and sirens on. They told her, absolutely not. This is an emergency. She's unconscious. Um, when they got to the house, she was unconscious. Somebody in the home was carrying Narcan on them. Now, Narcan is what you give somebody who's overdosed on opioids. Okay. Um, I read an article that said that Demi herself was carrying Narcan on her because she knew she was using again, and her friends were carrying Narcan on them. Goddamn. So it must have been really bad. I mean, if you're just recreationally using drugs, you don't necessarily need Narcan. Yeah. Is there any way to recreationally use opioids just because of how addictive they are in nature? Um, not really, no. Because it's like an all or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like back in the day, you used to see like movies and docs about people who were shooting heroin. Yeah. They would do it. It was never like a one-time thing. No, no, no. It was always, they tried it once. If they were scared of the needle, they would sniff it. Mm-hmm. So it was never like, it was never a... People might smoke weed a little bit. Yeah. Might smoke a joint or two, maybe. Right. A few times a year. 
nobody does that with you know like opioids no no it's it's not possible it's the right. most addictive drug right. on on the planet right now um and they, the initial report from TMZ said that she OD'd on heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they came to that conclusion because of the fact that they were told that she was administered Narcan. Um, but, you know, her her team has come out and said it wasn't heroin. They don't want to say exactly what, what it was. was. Yeah. My guess is it was oxycodone. It was definitely an opioid. Right. Um, so the Narcan revived her. But the thing with Narcan is is that it, 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 uh, it helps you kind of come back to life when you've OD'd. But then you're not exactly out of the woods because mm-hmm. the drugs are still in your system and that can stop your heart. It can so then they, got, they still got to purge you out. Yeah. And yeah. She's, she's still in the hospital, right? Yeah, she is. She was almost, she almost died. Like they said it was a life and death situation. So she's still in the hospital. She is awake. Um, I think they said she's planning on going to therapy. She's checking herself into a rehab once mm-hmm. she leaves the hospital. Mm-hmm. Wilmer, her ex-boyfriend, oh, yeah, he's been with her every single day. They say she's getting better. Um, she hasn't said, you know, put out a statement or anything herself, but her team's been talking a little bit. Um, it's super sad, yo. It, it's really like, she put out a documentary, I think last year. Um, it's on YouTube. You can look it up. I forget the name of it, but, mm. um, it kind of chronicles her entire life. Right. Mm. And you see, she's been struggling like with this since she was a kid, like right. teenager. Um, so it's just really sad, you know, like it's sad that somebody who she has such a great personality. She's like, you know, when you see her and she talks about her life and everything, she's such a like loving and fun person. Right. She, she's so talented. She's so young. And it's like, yo, why do you want to die so badly? And sometimes she does. Right. And that's part of the bipolar and it's part of the suicide ideations that she has. And it's just, it's a sad situation all, all in all. Yeah. I mean, you know, wish her well. Hope she gets all the help she needs. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about everyone, uh, all these posts? Like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's my favorite thing when bad things happen to people. It's my favorite part of it. Like, oh, you care more about a celebrity? You didn't give a fuck about JoJo on the block when he OD'd. Why do you care about Demi Lovato? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right, and, and then they've also made a lot of comparisons between her and Lamar Odom, right? People said, oh, you guys called Lamar Odom a crackhead, this, this, and that. And and that's true, right? I was going to say, I think that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is true. And, and and people made the comparison that it's because he's black and she's not. And I wouldn't, I don't personally necessarily think that's it. I think a lot of people don't know Lamar Odom's struggle, right? Like, right. Um, we just all of a sudden heard he was smoking crack and it was like, okay, Lamar yeah, Odom yep. is a crackhead. Where did that come from? Right. And you know, some people who are extreme fans of him probably know his backstory and, and, and what happened to him. And so they felt more sympathetic, but I think a, a lot of people know Demi Lovato's story, right? A lot of people know about her struggle. And the, their stories are very different. You know, they find Demi Lovato house, she was partying for whatever, like went on a bend or whatever. They found Lamar Odom in a whorehouse. <laughs> Cracked out. Right. You think people aren't going to joke about that? It doesn't, it doesn't like, the story doesn't necessarily generate sympathy. Like, right. if he had yeah. almost died in his home yeah. or something, I think people would have felt more sympathetic. But That makes sense. I didn't think of it that way. It, be, and that's sad to say, because both stories are just as sad. It's just different things evoke different human right. emotion, right? Like, yeah. Being found in a whorehouse is not going to make people feel bad for you. I, I remember... Especially uh, when you're married. Yeah, that didn't help either. I, re- <laughs> I remember ESPN did like a... F- Five minute piece on Lamar Odom's yeah. candy addiction. Yeah, I remember that too. A when few he was years ago. With the Lakers. And I remember it was just like, oh, that's this little. It was a fun piece, you know, a little yeah. cool story. But then when you go, you go deeper. It's like, oh shit! You're about he was it. overcompensating on sugar to. This is you know when he was with the Clippers, he got in trouble for smoking weed. Couldn't pass a drug mm-hmm. test when he was in LA the first time. Mm-hmm. That Lakers thing. When he was with the Lakers, that's when the candy shit came out. You know, he's out of the league for a few years after all this, and then you find out he's going on bendis and whole houses yeah. and shit. So their story, the narrative, ends up being different. It's like, you know, everybody was just, little Lamar was this lovable guy. He's a little bit of a weed head, but people don't see weed like that. Yeah. Then they find you cracked out in a, in a place like that. It goes different. Right. People are going to have a joke about that. People, I think people feel bad for Demi because she's been so open about her struggles. When you have somebody that's funny that somebody likes to eat candy, that a pro athlete likes to eat candy a lot, nobody thinks about why is he eating candy all the time? He's in shape. He needs to be at 100% to do his job. Why would he eat candy all the time? But also, I think a lot of people didn't know all of that, right? No. Like, if you weren't it's not a like Lakers, it was like he was a superstar or anything like if that. If you weren't yeah, a Lakers yeah. fan and, and, if, and he's not like, you know, he's not a Kobe Bryant or a, Le, you know, a, a LeBron James, right. like, yeah, he probably has like some real core fans, but 
Demi, Demi Lovato's story has, I think, touched more people. She's been more vocal about yeah. it, right? It wasn't yeah. something that just sprung up on everybody. And again, so it, yeah, it evokes He's, he's not an artist. He's not out there in people's lives. You know, right. I think right. the child star thing comes in, too. Yep. Like, you know, she was a child star. She's been in the spotlight forever. And everybody yeah. sees how people, these things with child stars go. It usually doesn't end well. There's very few people that have been famous since they were before puberty. Yeah, that yeah. ends well, you know what I'm saying? Right. People think of, well, you know, he's kid from Queens, whatever. Play ball, new run on test, all that. They don't think of it the same way. So I think perception ends up becoming people's reality, even though they ended up in the same situation, which is really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, hopefully she's able to get through struggles and then, you know, the folks around to help her get through it. It seems like they were before, but, you know, things like that sometimes just gets away from everybody around. They yeah. can't, you yeah. know, expect people to walk, you know, hold your hand through everything. Some things you got to do for yourself. You know, people were saying, like, why weren't the people around her watching her and this and that? And listen, like, when you're an adult, you're going to do what you're going to do. There's there's typically not people who can stop you from doing those right. things. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like She's they can adult. they can talk to you and they can beg you and they can plead with you and they can try to help you, right. but eventually it's got to be on you, right? And with addiction, yeah, yeah. with addiction it's a lifelong battle. It never goes away. She will be uh, a, yeah, a rehabilitating addict her whole life, right? It will always be there. She'll be 50, she'll be 80, and she will always have a craving to do things she probably shouldn't do. Chris yeah. Carter talks about it. Um, he was, he's a recovering alcoholic. He's been clean since, like, I want to say, like, 1990. When he got kicked out of Philly, his first team, when he went to the NFL, that's why they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. They found him drunk on drugs or whatever. And, you know, he had, to, he had to go through treatment, but he says it everything one day at a time. Yeah. That's damn near 30 years ago now. So just to give you an idea of how people struggle with these kinds of things, especially if they have a, an addictive personality where mm-hmm. if they can't do anything half-assed, it's either zero or a thousand. Yeah, because she even talks about being like addicted to her relationship with Wilmer. Mm-hmm. She had started uh, purging, mm-hmm. purging eating, and, and then throwing up mm-hmm. like a year ago or so because she missed Wilmer. Mm-hmm. So is he the one that broke it off? No, she broke it off with him. So I wonder, so I've seen... Reports that he's been by her side, right? Mm-hmm. You said, um, "Is this is that a good thing? Should um, he be there if that's if that's the case?" That it doesn't like, seem to like me, it sounds like it doesn't seem like they had a they, it doesn't seem like they had a toxic relationship. Okay. It could have been no. He was of, very good for her. You know, this could have been a thing where you know they thought it ran its course, so it was over, so there was no hard feelings from how it sounds anyway. Okay, I know at first when they first started dating, people were a little put off because of their age difference. She's twenty five. She's twenty five right now. So and he's 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 older than me. Pushing forty. At he's this close point, to at least right? one of like eighty or eighty one or some shit like that. Yeah. He's, so when they first started dating, they were. I think she had just turned eighteen when they started dating. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So I think for people it was off putting how they got together because he was so much older and she was barely eighteen. Yeah. But I think yeah. now it's probably he's thirty. He's thirty eight. That's yeah. what I thought. But he's been, he's always been really positive for her. They, mm. they had a great relationship. You know, he never mistreated her. He was really good with like her sobriety and everything. He was really good for her, but he was so good for her that she said it was almost like a crutch, which I get. And so she needed to see if she could live life without she, him. Yeah, she could, if she could, you know, make it through life on her own, especially being that young and finding somebody who's that good to you. Yeah. Especially somebody that's been through the shit she's been through. She's got to figure out, can I do this for me? Yeah. Can I do this without this person feeling like I'm... She probably felt like, this is my crutch. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything without this person. She needed to figure out for so, her own that she could do it on her own. Maybe she needs him again then. Like, she really does. Um, Sounds like it. To stay so, alive. Sounds yeah. Like so, to, to answer your question, Ev, it could be a good thing and it could also be a bad thing that he's there. Because he's there right now because she's in the hospital, but they're not together. Are they still friends? Yes. But so eventually, it, he's it, not going to be there. It could be a good thing if they end up, you know, realizing, hey, you know what? Maybe we were good for each other. Maybe Not necessarily, though. Because if he's the only thing that yeah, makes right. her want to right. be clean. No, you're right. Or only thing that wants her to that makes her want to stay alive. Yeah, that's a first of all, that's a lot of pressure to put on one person. Uh, it, it is, it is. And if he's not there, if he doesn't, you know what I mean. If it's not a relationship, I get it. he wants. Yeah, no, no. Well, I meant mutual, a mutual. Even, but even if it yeah, is, no, no. I get, I get what you, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, it, we're asking, what if, what if, what if? Like, what if it does work out and. I mean, obviously we're jumping a gun here. We don't know. We don't know them for, yeah. for many, like whatever. But what if it does work out? She ends up sober for the next thirty years of her life, and it's like, all right. Well, if if he's what did it, so be it. But then, it, it sucks. I get it. But if he's what does it, you only go on the positive side. Yeah, now nah, you're right. Go on the which opposite. is rare for me. But yeah, go opposite. <laughs> <laughs> go opposite, right? 
they stay together, whatever. But he's working. He's on a TV show. What's, what's she gonna well, do? I think more about she gonna him. Drag him to, she, she gonna go to set every day. I'm thinking more about him being there spiritually, you know, mentally, just knowing he's there. I think it's more like that. that she needs somebody physically. to be physically if it's, there. If it's a physical, physical thing, obviously yeah. everything I just said goes out the window. But yeah. It's amazing. I don't know. That Fez from that 70s show turned into this person. It's amazing, bro. <laughs> it's amazing. Good for him. <laughs> Yo mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why he did that he shit, He did too. Yo Mama. I liked Yo Mama because I was of like 14. Of course you did. 14, of course you liked that 13, trash 14. ass joke Dog, show. I was young, man. Don't use that as an excuse. Probably watch that shit now. It still comes on? Yeah, look no, at you. I'm God. joking. I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. Jesus Incredible. Christ. <laughs> um... <sighs> R. Kelly. No. 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 Absolutely I didn't have not. Ni- I didn't have 19 minutes to listen to that. Did y'all listen? No. Fuck no. To I Admit, the 19-minute song? Never. No. I did. Of course <laughs> you did. <laughs> Me and Eric are saying the exact same thing, the exact no. same thing at the exact same Bruh. time right now. Bruh. You know, I do have a podcast that we need to talk about these things. Sure. Yeah. We're here. We're here uh, on, on these mics with you. Guess what? I don't give a fuck about R. Kelly. <laughs> You know, fuck about that 19 minute song <sighs> listen to that shit so what so we could get weird. paid off of it to admit that he did all the things we it's, knew he it's fucking weird. did I mean, he it's did, weird it's weird shocker it R. Is, Kelly does very, some weird it's shit it's very weird um yeah I don't know it's he didn't really admit anything and he didn't deny anything so it's just like dude what the fuck was the point of this <laughs> for dumb niggas <laughs> like you to listen to that dumb shit what the fuck exactly. was the point of this fuck out of here so yeah, fuck R. Kelly and anybody that loves him. Next question. And we're, I'm going on a line of because I want to talk about something a bigger, a bigger aspect. So I'm gonna go to a line of names. Charlemagne. Okay. Did you see this shit that came out a few weeks ago? Like mm-hmm. they they brought back an old podcast. Mm-hmm. Something he said about something that happened back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. And everyone was calling for him to be canceled. For somebody who's paid to communicate. He's done a poor job of that for these past <laughs> two years. It's incredible, bro. But like the, the, the whole conversation, he's talked about this. He talked about it in his book. He's talked about it on the, I don't know if he's talked about it on the radio. He's talked about it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've heard him say this many, many times, the whole situation about how he had a party at right, his right. place. And his, supposedly his little cousin ended up, or somebody, somebody ended up raping a girl at the party. Yeah. But it wasn't him. But he got accused of it because yeah. they were—he was the only he was recognizable the only face there. Oh. Well, only recognizable face oh, okay, there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, oh, something about one of the people who did it said his name while they were doing it. Like said, "It's me. Yikes. Relax." Yikes. Yeah, yeah. So there was Yikes. a bunch of that. But I guess he was telling another story about some other shit where he got some stuff from the store and he put it in. Oh, Spanish fly. Spanish fly. Okay, yeah, Bill Cosby. Yeah. So it All was right. just like, ah, right. what are you doing? But. It was on a podcast. In the He's midst of paid to communicate. Why is he so bad at it? Because it was more of, I think it was more of him going back and forth just on a podcast making jokes, and which is. That's what he gets years ago. Yeah, yeah. Making which, jokes which, with which, a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Years, a ago, years ago, shit wasn't as PC as it was now. So they brought back a podcast of him making jokes three, four years ago mm-hmm. about something he did. Three, four years before that, or some Boy. shit like it was like. Boy. If he, so he was under fire. If he wants to popular, that nigga would be jobless. Yeah. Um, James Gunn, we mentioned it quick, I think last week. Yep. Uh, director of Guardians of the Galaxy. One and two. What were, what were his tweets? He had like some it was weird pedophile tweets. It's like pedophilic jokes. Like, I like when kids touch me type shit. Like, weird. Like, what the. F- White people shit. <laughs> like. White people joke about pedophile shit. It's weird. So, like, but it wasn't even like that. That wasn't even jokes. It was. He was doing. He was like. It was for shock value. But that was his thing. It wasn't like he was joking about pedophilia. He was joking about him being a pedophile. Which that I think that's where it's yeah. It's weird. Where it's like past a little too much. But my thing with him getting fired is Disney knew about it before all this. And this this is where I'm going with this too. We're gonna go with keep going. uh, The Josh Hader shit. Oh, the, the the Milwaukee Brewers pitcher. Quick poll, guys. Anybody care about baseball? Yes or no? We're gonna put no. that up. Nobody <laughs> no. cares. But no. he had he had some racist and homophobic tweets. Yep. Back when he was younger, I think he's the youngest probably of everyone we just mentioned. He's, he's twenty like four. Those four. tweets were happening when he was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you still should know right from wrong. But we've all said shit that. Mm-hmm. I think I think the more concerning thing with me is he he showed up to his game the next game and everybody gave him a standing ovation. That that was the like oh. Oh, you mean white people? Okay, well, you see the Milwaukee. Thing? I guess you haven't learned from Sterling Brown. Oh, okay, white people. White people. Um. 
So yeah, so that brings me to the overall thing of this okay. is the whole cancel culture shit. Okay, that's going on. When and when not should someone be canceled? It's hard, man. My thing was, especially with the James Gunn shit, they knew about it. Charlemagne shit they knew about because he talked about it. Right. Even, I mean, Josh Hader's young, but I guess that no one really knew about that. But even as far as R. Kelly, everyone knew about the shit and he still had hits afterwards. Yeah. So it's just like when it's like they conveniently, once he stopped making hits, they conveniently Re, like canceled R. Kelly after that because there's nothing new came out besides these these sex cult shits that which is which wild. which is which is wild but like at the same time it's like is this really going on and you guys aren't doing anything about it or are you just making this shit up because me I, I guess as a as a half black man I I can't always put my trust in the law and <laughs> for them to do the right thing mm-hmm. so. Half quarter whole, never. Nigga. So I, I keep that in the back of my mind when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. But I would think like the cops would be like, "Yo, let's shut this shit down." If it, if that was really going on, so part of me kind of half believes what the whatever this whole cult shit is going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just it's convenient. I think it's convenient cancel culture because we only can cancel people when it's convenient. Is that something that y'all when, notice too? When is it convenient though? Just convenient for any specific person. I think the best situation group. for what you're talking about is James Gunn, right? They yep. knew about it. Yep. They let him make two movies that made them a ton of money. They were putting him in, in position to run the MCU, the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you could probably throw Roseanne in there too. Right. Because that's a whole other thing. ABC it, just wanted a bag. Yeah, because even that, like, her comments, like, on Valerie Jarrett, like, yeah, they were racist, but she says she didn't know she was racist. And you look at Valerie Jarrett and it's like, mm-hmm. Know what she is? <laughs> oh, she ain't white. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, some like some like far right group bought up all James Gunn's old tweets. They complained about it enough where Disney was like, "All right, we got to cut the cord. We got to fire him." But they knew about all this already, Did and that's the only thing about it. If you're gonna fire him, fine. Is the Roseanne shit what made them bring it up? Since Disney is maybe that'd be my assumption. Disney owns ABC as well. ABC, so. They own Marvel. Okay, that makes so sense. That would be my thing. That was it was, it was if retaliation. You, if you're gonna fire Roseanne, why aren't you firing this guy? Right. So they they dug his old tweets up, and that's what they found. So that's why he ended up getting let go. Um, it's hard, man, because people only do things if if it's gonna be positive PR. Mm-hmm. Disney thought, okay, we can we can cut we can cut bay with him. It'll be positive PR. We know that the Marvel part of the Marvel arm of this is going so hard now yeah. that we could we could take a loss on that, and we'll still keep rolling because nobody's not going to see the next Avengers movie because James Gunn got canned. Nobody cares that much. Yeah, yeah right. They're still right. gonna make a ton of money right, off yep. of it, so it doesn't hurt them to do like, it. Like directors are important, but right. not enough to where if people aren't going to see the movie, and there's still enough good directors out there who could. And take Marvel is such a brand. That they can find yeah. whoever they want yep. to follow up, and they're gonna happily do it because they know it's gonna up their profile. Who are they looking at? Uh, they haven't said yet. Okay. The thing with Charlemagne, he's the reason everybody watches the Breakfast Club now. I don't. I've yeah, never heard anybody. Yeah, yeah. I've heard never heard anybody say, oh, "Well, I listen to Breakfast Club because of Envy or Angelie." Never. He's the one that serves to drink over there. They can find two other people to yeah, do, do yeah, what they right. do. That don't fucking they, matter. They, they can't replace him. They, can they replace, can't replace him. They can replace them. And now he's got that deal with HBO. He's making a lot of people a lot of money. So a lot of them act like this shit ain't even happening. <laughs> I heard nobody that from iHeart Media. True. I heard nobody from HBO. I think Time Warner owns them. Say anything about and this. And then it's another thing, though. Like, kind of, like, you knew this was a thing. He wrote right. it in his book. You knew this was a story. And he still got it. Are you supposed to go get outraged about stuff that's been out there for three years? Three now, plus the thing years? with him, too, is... Ten plus years? The woman in question went to the police to reopen this. I don't think they're gonna because it'd be double jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. But that was her thing. That she There's new evidence. They want to reopen it. I forgot if someone did jail time for that. Because they someone, could technically reopen it if no one, like... And find if there was anybody else, but they can't. If somebody, him, if somebody him. got convicted, guilty, yeah. served time, they can't. Yeah. So I don't know what happened with that, but I think that's the reason they okay. gave why they didn't want to. They weren't going to. And again, it's so hard to prove sex crimes so long after the fact. Right. It's hard it's, to prove them during. Yeah, the fact. during the fact. Right. So after the fact, forget about it. It's, I was you talking. Not talking, saying telling anybody to forget about it, but I'm just. It's like speech. 10, 15 <laughs> years probably since all that happened. Yeah. So you know you're talking about. 
evidence that might not be viable anymore for whatever reason. And then uh, Josh Hader, everybody tried to sleep down the wrong one. He was a kid when he said it. I don't know any kid from 11 to whatever current age they are now that doesn't know KKK, kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, trying to blame the. I think it's, he said something about Trayvon Martin too. Ooh. See, I don't, I don't, I didn't see every single tweet. I just know that you know. I feel like we've all said some stupid shit. Absolutely. Or tweeted some stupid shit that we would look back on and be like, oh, I didn't really mean that. It was just jokes. And especially so, our like, it's generation. It's hard for me to really, yeah, it's hard for me to really like want him to be canceled and fined or suspended. You know, people always call. You know, people you know, always go extreme when it comes to this shit. And my thing, my thing with him is, um, if it had been something we were still learning about, cool. Yeah. If it was something like learning about LGBTQ rights and all that, yep. people, that's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh, yeah. It's not set in stone. It's still a static really? thing. It's changing a lot. Really? Racism. Yeah. KKK. That that's, stuff you don't grow up. It's always been It's always been bad. That's been a hundred years. It's always been bad. Okay, I get bad. what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, not some, that's not a brand new concept. Oh, the KKK's bad. No. Something you've, everybody here... Especially if you're an American, it's yeah. known about that yeah. for some time. You know, it could have been taught to him in a home or whatever, maybe trying to unlearn it. I don't know. But, you know, digging in old people's tweets from seven, ten years ago, something's going to come bad. We have to remember, too, our generation was the first generation on the internet, right? Yeah. yeah. We were not taught yeah. that whatever we write on the internet is going to come back to haunt us, it's going to stay there forever. There yes. were no, like, classes on social media, there was no etiquette. Our parents didn't even know how to work computers. Like <laughs> yeah, we, no. we Some were, them still don't know that. the minute computers existed, we almost had a whole new intelligence. Yeah, our parents my, fa- didn't my father have. couldn't use a computer for shit. My, my I, mother yeah. can just because she works with, she's worked with computers her whole life, even before the internet. So she was kind of already like able yeah, to figure out of the game. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. So like we had a whole new intelligence now that our parents had no idea about. They had no idea how to catch up. Yeah. They still haven't caught up, most of them. Right. So we were not policed on the internet, right? We had MySpace. We had Facebook. We had AOL chats. Our parents had no idea what the fuck we were doing on the internet. Boy, the internet used to be loose, boy. You hear me? Thank God. Thank God they had no idea what we were doing on the internet, right? I was, like, loose. I was loose in the AOL chat rooms when I was 14. AOL chat room. Hartford 43289. <laughs> so, so, like, age, age, sex, location. Yeah, ASL was popular. We were teenagers and we were were leaving this internet like footprint that we had no idea could come back to right. slap us in the face at 30 years old right? Right, right and now you know we look back at some of the things we said or did and we're horrified by that because we've grown so much but a lot of it we can't take back which is why now there's classes and courses and right. and things educating kids like listen whatever you say whatever yeah. you post Good. it's there forever there ain't no we delete, didn't know that there ain't no delete button it's on a server somewhere we didn't know it was being and, saved and, and chronicled. And that and class <laughs> is going to come in handy more than fucking Algebra 3 or Absolutely. whatever the calculus. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> get a calculator, my nigga. Fuck all that kind of shit. Financial <laughs> literacy and, and navigating the internet need to be two courses instituted in and yep. ed- education all over because that's really what kids need to know. Yep. You know, you could ruin your life by saying something and... Uh, listen. Yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. And, and, yeah, there's no way of... It's just, I just wish more people understood that, I guess, is what I'm, what I'm getting at. It's mm. just like, yo, like, we all said some shit that we don't, nec- that we, you know, we're just saying, didn't, nec- didn't yeah. necessarily didn't feel that way right. then when we said it, but it was just more of sh- shock value and just, especially now that we're older, it's like, eh, man, that shit was, it's easy, I don't know. Right, and, and it's things as simple as, like, using the word retard. Yeah, retard. Once was socially... N-word. Once was socially not a big deal. Now, you know, people are starting to come out and say, don't use that word. Same thing with... And we're still trying, like, I, yeah. you know, I try to say it less. You still you still slip up just because you're so, it's so, it's deep. Yeah. So deep in you, like, it's nothing. The, the F-word, rap said it for, for all years, of that I was yeah. growing up. And... To the point where, like, you, like, I would never call a gay person that, but I would call straight people that, but you don't even realize, even if you're calling a straight person that, how much it offends gay yeah, people. Yeah, right, and right. It's like, that, oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. And that was just a word that say was in the culture, right? I didn't mean it like that. I didn't, you can't even do that because you got to see where they're coming from. And, and, that's, and that's just a word that was in the culture, right? And we yeah. just all used it and, and, and because it was there. And then it was like, okay, as we got older, it became like, oh, that's super offensive. Don't say that. And it was like, oh, shit, let me never say that again. You know, like, 
and it wasn't like you said it was never anything against gay people from from our point of view but when it's just like how we say nigga to each other but if somebody who's racist says it you know what i mean it is offensive so there's there's such a thin line there like speaking speaking of the internet and facebook um an article just popped up on my feed and i think it's poignant to this conversation Uh, A reporter went undercover at Facebook and was trained not to delete pictures of child abuse or racist memes. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that one more time. (laughs) A reporter went undercover at Facebook and was trained not to delete pictures of child abuse or racist memes. What does that even mean? Uh, I think it means that Facebook doesn't give a fuck about oh, racist memes. Well, the, re- the, the reporter was working for Facebook. Yes, undercover. undercover. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I get what you're saying. All right, that makes sense. Now I had to hear it repeated to myself three times in my head. Wow. I wonder why. You wonder why? Traffic, right? Internet traffic, more clickbait. Someone sees this, get more clicks. Even if it's outrage and fucked up? Yeah. There's things people will complain about, and it'll make enough noise that they'll let it go. And there's, they have an audience that they really cater to. Yeah. That if they, if they say they should stay there, they're going to let it rock. And all this racist shit that they let and rock, it's got to be part of the reason why. Mm-hmm. Facebook's been doing a lot oh. of shit lately. Yeah. How much money did Mark Zuckerberg lose the other day? It was, it was history making. He lost so much money. $118 billion. That was how far the stock Billion, drops. Right? Yep. Billion, right? Yeah, Billion. That's, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. It's the I biggest wish, loss of, of money in a stock day. Stock market is. I wish I got a tenth of that. <laughs> Shit, one, one, one hundredth of that. See, one, one thousandth of that. Be one percent, be Gucci. <laughs> um, then Twitter so, lost a shit ton of money. Why? Um, because they have all been going through their accounts and deleting all of the fake accounts. Mm. Twitter got rid of a ton of fake accounts. Facebook got rid of a ton of, of fake accounts. And so it produced okay. a loss of users, right? Yeah. Yep. That they have to report every so quarter. stocks drop. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. So I think Twitter lost like 20%. All right. Uh, to wrap a bow around this whole cancel culture shit though. Um, why? I just, I just want to know why. <laughs> like, why? Why people convenient? Like why it's convenient? Like they only cancel when it's convenient. Does do you guys have the answers? Because I don't. Well, I think people are always going to be biased to people who they favor, so that's hard. And then I think everybody has a hard line, right? Like there are there are very much so black people who don't give a shit about people being racist. We see it all the time, right? They're just like whatever, whatever. <laughs> they, they pander to white folks or whatever they do. So they don't say really some care. Some are even racist themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they don't give a shit, and then other people do. I mean, it's really like you go back and forth between what people really care about. I don't ever know if it's really like an opportune moment to cancel somebody, right? Like, I don't ever think somebody wakes up and is like, "Ooh, we're gonna cancel you today," and it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be exciting and opportunistic. <laughs> like, I don't think that's really it. I just think, you know, everybody's gonna have their biases. Like, if you're gonna cancel one person from doing something, you gotta kind of cancel the other person yeah. from doing that same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's especially with like with mu- music and musicians, it's it's hard because a lot of them are fucked up people. Yeah, I mean. I, you know, the whole shit with Fab and Emily happened, and they're still people are still fans of Fab, and I the, think that's disgusting. The, but the okay, whole, the whole Nas accusation, and the Nas swept came that out, under the rug. yeah, and that was completely like I, I haven't heard a word about that since. Yeah, and it's like, okay, is it because he's Nas and that's Fab, or is one more disgusting? Uh, a lot of than that another? is, you know, Fab and Emily, they're back together. They were just at Push's wedding, in photos, happy, all smiling, all that shit. So people are like, well. So I think some people say, well, if she doesn't care, why should I? And they turn the page. Or some people don't care at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing for Nas. People have their opinions about Nas, whether he does good, bad, indifferent, whatever. They see that, they sweep it under the rug. Everybody has the person or people that it doesn't matter what they do, they're still going to see them the same way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's somebody they have this connection to for, through, through music. You know, it's the soundtrack to your life. Absolutely. Especially, you know, if you were younger and the first album you ever heard was Illmatic or it was written in some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to take them back with open arms. They're going to go buy the album. They're going to go to the show. It don't matter. Yeah. So it's like, 
they can't, it's, it's weird because it's, it's like people can't just say like you know what they're a fucked up person but I still listen to the music it's not like they're I don't know it's, that shit it's just, it's just weird people, man people doing this podcast uh, talking more about this shit and just seeing you know you start paying attention more to how people are acting to things and talking about things it's just it's interesting to watch people, uh, in real time compartmentalize same yeah. thing you look at the NFL right <laughs> some yeah, people, segue, some segue right over some to that some people are off it some people will never be off it I know this thing with the, the Dolphins has been a total disaster. I know the Dolphins told them all to shut the fuck up. Nobody's listened, especially Jerry. The, the Dolphins said they give a, a four-game suspension, but then they, you know, try to backpedal and say, oh, well, they, they asked for the maximum. Or we give the maximum because we could always decrease, but we can't increase. So that's why yeah. we did that. And it's like, do you really like you? So you really think this should be? Punishment worthy, though. Right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, oh, <laughs> so you can increase it. It's just like, come on, man. And the Dolphins, yeah. ain't, Dolphins ain't good enough for that. No. They're, they're not good. Either. Dolphins, you're not good enough. And for you're that. in Miami. Yeah, and you're in Miami. Well, don't, they don't give a shit. And, um, you know. And then we could uh, talk about our Cowboys. Or maybe it's Cowboys. Y'all. Nah. Uh, <laughs> we, can, we can absolutely and, not and, talk and, about the niggas at all. And the thing with Dak and Zeke is like, yo, they're on rookie contracts. I get it. I get it. Those rookie contracts ain't shit. They got what a year or two left on them. Yep. You know they could they could be um, blacklisted like Cap after this without re- making any real money. You know what I mean? They made yeah, some but, good money, but right. without making any real money. Well, so they got to kind of keep their mouth shut. But the whole the, the Dak talking about Dak just talked too much. Instead of just saying, you know what, Jerry wants us to stand. That's what we're gonna do. And that would be the end of it. Dak went out a hole. Oh, I don't think it's the time and place to do this. Uh, I think, uh, you know, just, you know, that whole fucking, it's yeah. just like, dog, what are you? Why are you saying anything? Yeah, why are you talking so much? For, for starters, like, you should, there shouldn't have been a 30 For starters, I'm letting you live and your name's Dakota. That's trash. Let's start there. <laughs> your name's garbage. Don't, don't say anything else. Let's go play quarterback and hope Zeke don't do nothing stupid between now and in, uh, it's, in September. It's frustrating. It's man. just like with Dez. Dez refused to protest. He didn't want to lose his job. He lost his job anyways. And then somebody yesterday when he was going on his whole rant was like, um, did you feel some way about the whole, you know, not being allowed to protest situation? And he's like, you know I did. No, we don't know you did, nigga, because you didn't protest. I think, but I think Dez is a perfect example of what I was just saying. Like, you, you feel some type of way and just like, you know, I'm not going to do it just because... You know, I got my money on the line. Now that my money ain't really, I mean, I guess his money still is on the line because he don't got a job. But I guess in the, you know, and you got to walk into the locker room and see these motherfuckers the next day. I, I, who am I to say, you know, I can say what I think sh- people should do, but at the end of the day, who am I? Like, they shouldn't, they don't necessarily have to listen to me and what I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's sad. It is. It is. It makes you feel like you have no backbone. Dax comments, they have no backbone. Dax, Dax comments made me sick. Zeke's comment made me sick. Jerry Jones' comments made me sick. Dax, I just can't support yeah. the organization anymore. Dak ain't I don't have any me. No money. He's like. I feel he's, like he's fourth round. He might not even be making a million a year. He's not. I think, I think he's like seven, five to seven fifty. But he could just shut the <sighs> yeah, fuck up. Just shut know? up, dog, and play. Like he can say nothing and just play. And the Jerry is like, because <laughs> the NFL, the first rules they give, they gave uh, players the option to stay in the locker room. He wanted them to do that. We talked about on this podcast before. Yep. Yep. Jerry said his players are not allowed to stay in the locker room. They are all to be out there <laughs> as a team. So that's where it's just like this whole slave owner mentality again, like. I'm the ma- I'm the owner. I'm the master. That's right. You do as I say. I if you don't like niggas. it, you could. Like yeah, yeah. There's, like this is it's about me. It's not about you. There's maybe two or three. There's maybe maybe I'd say five to seven people that could do whatever they want in there, and Jerry probably wouldn't do nothing. Zeke because even they could say he's suspended all he wants, but he's not. He's one of the best running backs in the league. And your line, Tyron Smith and all that. They're the only ones. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else, I'm sure he could, he would be like, okay, you're expendable. And our kicker. And 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 Bailey, <laughs> even Bailey had a rough rough last few months last right. year. He was wasn't himself after his injury. Um, fucking Directv try to. I think I, I think I came down. I think I made a decision on what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving it. I'm not gonna not watch any football, but I'm not giving them any of my money directly. So you own like no package or anything so like that. I, DirecTV tr- already tried to renew my shit. I know they did. Early. Like, it's, it's fucking July, and that shit is on my <laughs> bill right now. Sunday ticket, $50 a month? Yeah, nah, buddy. Nah. So I canceled that shit. They need day bread ASAP. I'm not going to any games this year. Okay. And I'm not buying any gear. Okay. So I think... That's one way I to do that. it. I think that. So, like, if it's, on, if it's on, if I go to a bar, you know, I'll watch it. It's on. It's on whether I'm there or not. 
Yeah, I will. I, 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 I may, I, I may, you know, flow onto channels I already get to watch CBS yeah, yeah. or whatever, but I'm not. Huh. I'm not giving them my money directly. I don't like to lie to people. Like I'm not gonna watch football. Right, right. I, I, I feel like this. You know, I I, I talked to myself about it since that podcast where we that the fuck the flag, fuck the anthem podcast, yeah, or episode. But uh, after that, I'm like, you know what? This this is what I think this is the reason, is reasonable it. for yeah. me. Like, I don't want to go too far stream on either end. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think no, I can live, I think I can find, live with myself this way. You have to find yeah, you have to find what you can live with, right? Because I, I love football. Of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't, yo? It's hard, right? How many years did I have the hashtag shut up footballs on? Mm. We, we're, we're trying like, to I like, love football, though. We're trying to, like, navigate our lives, right? Because we're these humans who are being, you know, treated so poorly, and we're trying to figure out how to... We can't cancel everything, and we can't keep everything because it goes against everything we believe in and who yeah, we are. Yeah. You know, these people are basically spitting on us and telling us that our causes don't fucking matter yep. when people are murdering us in the street for fucking breathing. Um, so we're all having to try to find what works for us, right? What we can, we can feasibly do on a daily basis how much are we giving up we can't fucking stop eating everywhere stop shopping everywhere you know there's certain shit we just can't give up right Right. yeah and then there's shit we've had our whole lives that means a lot to us like you know sports is it's not just a game that people watch people have emotional connections to teams to to events to the actual game they've played it they've made connections with their family by watching it every sunday like it's a whole yeah, culture, yeah, right? Yeah, sports, and it's, and it's sports has literally been my whole life. Literally. It's, it's a social event now, too. Yeah. We're talking about fight night, right? Yep. You know, everybody gets together and watches yeah. big fights. Football Sunday is like religion in America yeah. where, like, the world Ab- stops. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, the bar's scoreboard, right? It's packed every Sunday during the football season. Yep. Like, you can't even... It's like standing room only. I mean, how... how it doesn't have that small. 75% of people there, though, don't give a... Want people to stand for the anthem, but uh, that's that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, depending on depending on when you go, you go in there, you go in there during the season. There's a lot of there's a lot of brown folks in there. Yeah. Not much to say now during during the off season, you see some biker gangs over there. But yeah, it's going to be full of niggas during the football season. They be sad as shit. But that's the thing, you know. It's like we all have to find, I guess, a compromise within ourselves that we feel comfortable with, what we can live with. You right. know, people were. Um, Real upset with some of us for still watching football last season. Some people said they were not going to stop. Um, there were a lot of different arguments made, but there were a lot of really good arguments made about I, I, on both ends. I see both sides of everything, right? I, I get it. Like, and don't get me wrong. I get when people say, you know, that's we're separating. Like, I could still, I could still protest something and fight for something and not kneel. I get, I get that. But don't don't try to trash people that are kneeling for it. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. I don't know. It's it's a tough argument, and I think the more that we uncover what these companies are doing and who they are, the more and more we start to realize how much of a racist world we live in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's making us have to make compromises day in and day out, and it affects us, right? Like, it is frustrating that my football team is an extremely racist organization. <laughs> It is, yo. It's frustrating. I've literally shook some of their hands. Like I shook Jerry Jones' hand. I shook Stephen Jones' hand. Yeah. Like, you know what no, I mean? Jerry, it's just the like, Jerry, the Jerry's face move. <laughs> Listen, Jerry got to be close to eighty. That nigga face uh, ain't moved in decades. Yeah, and, and so you know, it's tough. Like, it's tough to realize that. It's tough to like to to want to even support a team like that. But then yeah. when black players on the team are coming out and agreeing with the shit, it's like, yo. There is so much at stake for us in 2018. You know what I mean? There's just, I feel like there's so much on the line for people of color right now. So much. And it's like, if you can't risk your job, then don't. But you could also say nothing because what you're saying is just making it okay for them to keep fucking doing this. And it's a hurting too. Like, you could not say nothing and people will feel away, but they can't pin you to anything. Right. You put your name to something, you put your words to something. It's there. People yep. pin you to it. Like, they're yeah. going to pin Dak and Zeke to this just because they wanted to toe the company line. They didn't want to make any waves. They ended up making waves. Yep. Instead of if somebody asked you a question, you could just no comment. I don't want to talk about that. The best time for a player to fucking do this shit is after he signs, a, signs an extension. Yeah, get, your, get your bag. Get your bag. Get your bag. It'll, be too mu- it'll cost the team too much to cut you. 
Yeah. So, so they could, I mean, they could end up not playing you, but uh, they still got to pay you, and uh, you're saving your brain from getting CTE. So it sounds like a win-win to me. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks with NFL because their their players are just so bad. Their CPA is so trash. Yeah, yeah. They put there's going to be another lockout. Oh yeah, straight. I think it's two. I think their CBA is up in two years. Twenty twenty. I think it's twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. They're striking. There's no way around it. I um, I was interacting with this uh, therapist from DC on Twitter the other day, and she was saying how, um, you know how she she felt the same way that I kind of felt was that back in 2016 when Trump was put into office that we were going to see a lot of PTSD forming. Like we joked about it on even on the podcast, right? We said like we we would assume that you know people of color are going to end up with PTSD over what has been happening, and she said that the increase in her clinics, now she works in two or three clinics in DC, um, the increase in the volume of people of color coming in since November of 2016 has almost doubled. She said they're gaining like five new patients per week, which is huge. Um, And the majority of them are coming in with PTSD, severe anxiety, severe depression. Is it about the climate? A lot of it is. A lot of it is. And it... uh, it, it doesn't surprise me, yo. Like, I, I joked about it in a, in a roundabout way because I felt like it was going to leave me with some kind of PTSD. And, you know, we kind of touched on this last week on the podcast about the different kinds of stressors that we have as opposed to our, yep. you know, our parents, our grandparents. Um, I think that we are, like, living in a very stressful environment and shit like this, like football was a gateway for people. And now I've seen so many people, like so many Cowboys fans just on my timeline alone, like, yo, I don't have a football team anymore. Just, just over these last few yeah. comments over the last couple yeah. of days. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so that's another, that's another outlet that you had that is now gone. So now we have a government that is oppressing us and we have cops that are oppressing us. And now we have football that feels oppressive. It's like, you know, we're losing the things that, that we're supposed to not make us feel this way, right? I mean, and, and not that these things have always been supportive. The government's always been shitty, and cops have always been killing us. But like, we're we're, we're seeing it. We're, we're losing, see, literally seeing it yeah. more now. So it's like you wake up, you look at your phone, which I gotta. I'm trying to do better at is not looking at my phone when I wake up and just going about my business right. before, and then I'll look at it because there's a lot of times where I get on and I just see a bunch of negative, 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 and I'm like. This sucks. Yeah, it and does. I don't want to get out of bed, so it's just like... <laughs> but, yeah. So I think, you know, I, I think that it's it's so much more than just, oh, you know, our, our quarterback made a, a shitty comment. Like, it's it's so much more than that. Yeah. <sighs> large sigh, large, large sigh. sigh. <laughs> uh, um, sorry. 23 and me? Yeah, go ahead. What a scam. What's going on? <laughs> so we've scam. talked about these uh, these companies before, right? There's 23 and me. There's Ancestry.com. Yeah. Um, I think there's a third one. Um, we've talked about that and what these companies have been doing, right? We, we read an article a couple weeks ago that said that they were allowing police officers to... So, so what they are is you send in your DNA to find out where your family's from. Yes. Um, so we read an article not too long ago that said that they were allowing law enforcement to search their DNA databases when they were looking for people. Then a new article just came out <laughs> where uh, 23andMe is now using people's DNA to do drug testing research after they've done whatever they need to do with finding your ancestry. So they're just using your DNA in labs to do this and that and whatever the fuck else they want. Because you wanted to know how much percent African and European you were. Um, you niggas sent your DNA to some random place to find out who took you from where. They took you from somewhere. You're here now. If your granny don't know, and if you're blessed enough, if your great granny around, she don't know, it don't matter no more. You got taken. White people suck. We get it. Now, <laughs> Glaxo, whatever the fuck that farmer <laughs> name is, they're going to build super drugs off your DNA because they got a free pass to use it because you didn't look at the terms and conditions when you signed your fucking DNA strand over to them to find out where you're really from. Do you, Good do, job. Do y'all ever read the terms and conditions? Uh, I would for my fucking <laughs> DNA. Yeah. Like, not when I'm like signing up for Apple Music. Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm shipping my DNA in a box to a company that's not even like, that I can't like drive to and walk to, it's just, I don't even know where the fuck. 
I'm reading all the terms and conditions, nigga, because I don't want to come home to my clone sitting on my couch. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't read the terms and conditions when I signed up for Gmail. I mean, you know, I needed an email for work. But, you know, if I'm sending 23andMe, my swab, you know, swab in your mouth or <laughs> some shit. I don't even like giving doctors my blood. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I came home and there was a clone of me on my couch, I might send that motherfucker to work for me mm-hmm. and I could stay home and chill. Okay, multiplicity. You watch too many movies. I mean, nah. that would be the upside of having a clone, maybe. Or the nigga could kill you. I mean, I don't really know. You're right. Could, could kill you. Replace you. It replaced me. Because he's been and programmed by 23andMe and Glaxo. Damn. Congratulations. Fuck. And then, so then it gets worse. 23andMe is now using your DNA to do all kinds of research that you didn't sign up for. Then I read an article, maybe day before yesterday, where Canada is using one of these companies, I forget which one, to deport people. <laughs> So when they're finding out your ancestry, they are using it to kick you out of the country. I'm trying to find out where you're really from. Yes. Yep, that's what, that's what y'all wanted. To find out your people are from Cameroon. Like, <laughs> Good for you. I cannot express to you people enough. I know you really want to know what percent fucking Irish European you are. How much Native American Indian you are. They're not giving you no money at the Listen, reserve. Fuck out of here, nigga. You're done. Stop sending your DNA to these companies. Stop it. Oh my God. Stop doing it. This is the third article that has come out about them doing some fuck shit with your DNA. The only Stop time it. you should give someone your DNA is if you're trying to find out if the kid is yours. Yeah. Well. Shout out to Maury. Oh, yeah. God. Find out they're going to yeah, make sure they destroy it after, though. Yeah, yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> Listen, half of you probably have fucking clones walking around Russia right now because you sent your fucking DNA <laughs> to 23andMe. Damn, and they're going to come over here and be spies. Bro. <laughs> you sent you sent your DNA to 23andMe. They made 23 oh, versions of you. Shit. They're all fucking walking around Russia and they're Uber clones. They infiltrate Listen. in our whole country right yeah. now. Yeah. That's true. You're going to run into the Russian version of you when you go on vacation and be fucking freaked out. Like, you're going to think it's Earth too. You're going to think it's some kind of bullshit, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. A bunch of black Russians. Yep. Stop sending your DNA into these companies. Some Chinese read, Russians. <laughs> read the fucking fine print. <laughs> Oh my God. They're not just throwing your DNA into a waste bin. They're fucking using it for all their agendas. And I'm not one of those like conspiracy people. These are factual articles that are either. coming out about what they're doing with your DNA. But I mean, Big Pharma's got it. It's, it's pretty logical. Instead of, you know, testing a mouse, they might just build a clone of you and test you instead. <laughs> Maybe like a, little, like a mini version of you. It's like a mini clone. I told you. I told y'all when we were texting the other day about this. They made a Star Wars movie about this shit. <laughs> it's called the Clone Wars. Ugh. They took some niggas' DNA and they made a whole army of them. Yeah. Yo, we're not far off. They cloned the sheep. And they cloned Dolly, nigga. If they clone Dolly, they can clone your black ass too. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Stop it. They cloned, Stop giving them they your cloned DNA. They cloned Dolly like shit. Dolly gave birth to herself. It's wild out here. And then cause more black on black crime and oh. then try to blame it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what, that's where mine went? You are going down the rabbit hole, sir. Hey, Fox Damn. News. Yo, just please stop right. giving your DNA to these companies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have mad conspiracy theories now. Oh, God. Oh, God. He gonna be Keep them a, to your fucking... With a tinfoil self. hat. He's keeping the signals out. You're going to build a bomb shelter in this basement. A panic room. Right out that door to the backyard is going to be a bomb shelter. Underground. <laughs> you wait. He's going to have everything he needs down there. He have a little antenna to come out so he can still record from the bunker. It's going to be lit. Um, so another funny article that I saw said that millennials are not buying homes because, because, of, bachelor because of bachelor parties. Wait. I'm poor, nigga. No, that's not why I'm not buying a house. Wait, I'm what? poor. Yes. Yeah, that was the reason. I don't the, get it. Millennials are not buying homes because of bachelor parties. They're having extravagant bachelor and bachelorette parties. It's cutting into their, their uh, capital to buy a home. Yeah, makes perfect sense, right? No, it's stupid. It makes no sense at all. People are making tons of money writing articles. Millennials are the reason this is dying. Just, just for like. Hey, why don't y'all use that energy if y'all, if y'all fucking journalists and go find out what the fuck they're doing with our DNA, dog. <laughs> Oh, they know what they're doing. They, they're yeah. building clones. Right. Yes. That answer's already been found. The Clone Wars is coming. Like, and it's not going to be as lit as the movie. It's the thing is, you can do the research, right? In 1988, houses cost, on average, about $105,000. Mm-hmm. They have increased in price 46% mm-hmm. 
since two years before my birth. Okay? Ask, ask if living wages are going up. The answer is no. The answer is no. Answer's a big no. It's a big no. The house of prices, up 46%. The price of wages up 0.00000%. So sorry, you said they went up 46% since you were born? Since two years since before I was born. Two years and 30 years. How much has, I mean, I'm sure wages have gone up more than 0%. No, 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 no. About, from, it's like about from 0%. From 88? Yeah, it's, it's like about 0%. I might have to go back a little further. Yeah. <laughs> back a little further. Like, like not at all. I mean, but minimum wage is... Is like still seven or eight dollars in some yeah, states. Yeah, but what was it then? Like maybe five. So that's still gone up, no? No, no. Minimum wage goes up. <laughs> living wages haven't gone up. It's oh, an average. Okay. It's an average. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That hasn't gone up in something like thirty something, thirty plus years. Mm. And they, they break it down by age. Millennials range from anywhere between eighty one to ninety seven. I right. believe. Right. It's like eighty eighty one to the to the late nineties. So you figure anybody that's thirty eight. I feel like somebody was twenty one. I feel like that should be broken down in another two groups for when you're doing like studies like these. You know. What well, I mean? no, no. You have to. Your generation has to be that long because you have to be a certain age just biologically to have a child, right? And then they did it by f- people that fought in the war, like World War Two. It's called like the Greatest Generation. All of them came home, baby boomers, Gen X, no, us. I get that. I'm kids saying kids born in the nineties that are trash. I'm saying when you, when you start talking <laughs> I'm saying when you start talking about statistics though, I feel like gotta have a that's large, too broad of a No, yeah, but that's how it has to be broken you down. Got, you gotta have a large enough sample size too. You start going to you start getting smaller groups like you're saying, your sample size isn't indicative someone, of what's someone, happening. Someone born in eighty one has a better chance of owning a house than someone born in ninety seven. Yeah, but they break it down even smaller into that group. You know, people between twenty five and I think. It was oh, like so they 30. do do. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, they, they, they do go do by that. age. Oh, okay, they okay. go by age group in the generation okay, too. That's what I meant. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Because if they did it by that, then you know, you got kids that are born in ninety seven. They're twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was still in college. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So yes. So they, they do, do that. that. Okay. But yeah, so so that's fun times. And then that's. We had this written down a while, but you said millennials are also killing ke- kitchens? Kitchens, yes. Millennials are killing kitchens because we're ordering out too much. So we're, we're murdering Maybe kitchens. Maybe you can't afford a house because we're ordering out too much. That could be it. <laughs> I've seen, I seen that millennials can afford houses because we're buying too much avocado toast. So that could also be it. All right. You know, you know, you know what the themes are? I'm done. <laughs> but these are like, this isn't like random... People that are, this is like the writing for Forbes, yeah, the Times, the Post, like these are serious, yeah, serious magazines, here's, <laughs> news articles. Here's Joe Blow writing for Forbes. Millennials are killing the kitchen. How are they killing the kitchen? They'd rather order from Blue Apron or you know order from their local spot down the street through Uber Eats than cook. It's so, just you know, me. Why am I so food maybe you could afford a house if you don't build a kitchen in it? No, don't give them. Don't give them that idea. That'd be like living in the dorms again. They doing there that shit. Go. They doing that shit in San Francisco Just now. Throw a microwave yeah. on the countertop. No. Would you even have a counter if you don't have a kitchen? Stop. Probably not. You're giving these people too many ideas. Hmm. They are already having living communes in San Francisco for, and people are making a hundred thousand dollars living in communes because it's so expensive to live there. Yeah. They're they're living like college students. Wow. Worse than college students. I'd be goddamn if I'm in my thirties living like a college student still. And not only the bad parts. Not the good part. No responsibilities, really. You can party all the time. No. I still got to go to work for 10 hours a day, and then I come home to my roommates. To be broke. To be poor. So, so the moral of the story is don't millennials are ruin the wor- ruining the world. Yes. And don't move to San Francisco. Don't move to San Francisco. Absolutely. And don't send your DNA in to any of the DNA.com sites. You'll, there'll be a clone of you in five years if you do. I wonder how many of those are millennials doing that. Too many. Yeah, fucking millennials. Fuck millennials. All right. All right. You ready? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah let's, let's hit the shoot. Let's hit it. All right, email us. You know, if you want to come on the show, gdfools.com. You want to ask ask us anything, ask a fool. Um, gdfools.com. gdfools at gmail.com. There we go. Uh, you guys did that together with a group effort. That was beautiful. <laughs> we're, on, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Goddamn Fools. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm at Chicks Dig the Beard. Miss <laughs> Bianca Bispa. The Black of Wall Street. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate us, subscribe. What are we rating us, Eric? Five stars. Don't be a, don't be a hater. Top right. five, top five, top five. Don't top five, top five, 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 five. Uh, we're on an Apple Apple Music. No, Apple Yo, music. Evan I is can't talk. podcast app. Right now. Spotify, not Spotify. Apple Podcast. What the fuck are you saying? We're on Stitcher. There you and go. We're on SoundCloud. I thought I thought it said Spotify one week. Sorry. We're you know, I was trying to get us on Spotify, but Spotify got these. Fuck Spotify.
Okay. I'm going home to purge. I've drank too much this weekend. You guys be blessed. Have a good week. See you next week. Amen. Bye.